Bomberman has made his mark on many consoles and in many different ways. This is a departure from the usual formula, and I'm glad they decided to change it up. A single-player Bomberman game that works, that doesn't overstay its welcome, and that has a variety of levels to keep you intrigued from start to finish. So bop along to some funky beats, because this Bomberman adventure is worth your time. I'm pretty convinced my brother meant to pick Bomberman 64 here. I mean, absolutely not. (laughs) All right, well, that game was a cleaner, lag-free experience with an amazingly entertaining multiplayer. Bomberman Heroes, on the other hand, is the exact opposite. There is a reason the next game in the series after this went back to the old ways. This simply felt like an attempt to mirror the new Mario era of gaming that unfortunately failed in almost every aspect. I say almost because the music in this game deserves a game in and of itself. It's that good. However, I personally strongly recommend you avoid this one and head straight for its predecessor. You can thank me later. All right, well, I guess we're going to talk about that for a bit. Welcome to Bits of Time, where we ask the simple question, is this game worth your time? I'm one of your Bomberman lovers, Michael. I mean, I'm not a Bomberman hater. I just don't like this game, and I'm Larry. You know, it's another Nintendo game they doesn't like. Here we go. I was like, I I love me some Nintendo, but we're picking the wrong ones, Mike. (laughs) So continuing with your trend, I'm guessing you did not beat this game. Well, I know you didn't beat this game because I watched you play it, but how long did you spend with Bomberman Hero? Again, I really got to work on my handwriting. I have an hour and three minutes. Sounds about right. So for me, I I finished. (laughs) Does that sound about right? (laughs) Yeah, I mean, an hour for you. I feel like you're in between that. That's like your staple, you know, right around that. It took me four hours and 29 minutes and one second to find the credits on this game. Really? One second? To find the credits, to see the credits, to get to the credits. You had to discover the credits. Discover the credits. You can double that a little bit for sure if you want to go for 100% completion and all that jazz, but I felt satisfied putting it down at four four and a half hours about. Well, and, and I'll just blanket it before you get into the history. To me, the camera angle and the controls are what, and like the laggy wonkiness of the game is what just completely turned me off. And we played this on the N64 with the N64 controller, and Larry thinks he has fonder memories of Barman 64. I'm pretty sure that game had lag, too, and he's just... I don't you have remember it, but I guess glances, sir, sir. Glant- glasses? Glasses. There we go. Yeah, not glances. You do give glances while wearing glasses, though. <laughs> yeah, that is a thing that can happen. Get into the history before you get mad at me. <laughs> <laughs> so Bomberman Hero was released on September 1st, 1998 here in the States. Developed by Hudson Soft and published by Nintendo. No developmental notes that I want to get into, but shout out to June Chikuma. She rocked it on the soundtrack, as you said in the intro. The music yes. is so dang good. Some of the bops remind me of like old school Paperboy in the best of ways or uh, something. I don't oh, know. That's, that's actually really good. Uh, but a little bit more intense. If we wouldn't have copyright issues, we'd be blasting it right yeah, now. Yeah, exactly. There's such a variety of t- tunes. It's fantastic. It has some strange sci-fi ethereal kind of creepy stuff going on, especially during some boss fights. And then some cheerful run full speed down a hill bops. Run full. Yeah, run full speed. Oh, <laughs> I probably, maybe, maybe, maybe I missed that. It's, whatever it is. It is fantastic. If I had to pick, this would probably be my favorite thing in the game. That doesn't mean the other things about this game are lacking, but Larry probably disagrees with me completely. It's the only redeeming quality is the music to him. Well, but that's the thing, though. It's The music is so absolutely amazing. I think its best quality is you can not even play the game and just listen to the <laughs> OST. 
What? Yeah, so harsh. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I, it's so fascinating how different we are with our games. I, I just cannot comprehend what is enjoyable. This game, <laughs> really? I, Not I at just, all. Yeah. It, there was. I actually got stressed playing this. This. I feel like there's something about this era of video game with a lot of these style <laughs> games. There's something about. I, I can't. I still haven't nailed that it down to what the camera does and maybe it's a little bit of the lag but i would get stressed kicking my bombs to try and blow things up i don't know why well yeah because it can hurt you and can kill yourself with those maybe that's why yeah maybe i did not think the camera was that bad in this game i think it was a mixture well no the camera especially becomes bad in the rail which we'll get into those moments that they the most where you go into the vehicle yeah well i don't know what they're called The, the power the, gears. Yeah, power gears. Okay. That's the word I was looking for. Uh, or words. I think it's just, to me, I don't understand how you can't see in those moments how just off the camera and gameplay is there. It's so, everything's delayed. It, oh, I don't I feel know. like that's not a camera issue to me, but I think that's a view distance, which it does have a problem with pop-ins and all but that, 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 that. Yeah, that's camera related. Though. I guess, whatever. But I've, I had no problems viewing the angles in the like the going from left side to right side or up and down and stuff like that Hmm. but you know i am also used to this type of thing but i don't know maybe that's just me then yeah maybe it's not the camera angle maybe it's just the game (laughs) 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 oh boy (laughs) so i guess the first question i asked you does a single player focus bomberman game work for you i mean for me personally based on what i experienced no uh, I when I think Bomberman, I just close my eyes. I think of the multiplayer matches. That's what I get out of that. And I feel like that is a majority of people out there. Just so you know. Okay. Well, yeah, that that makes sense. <laughs> I I don't know. Like, did Bomberman sixty four had a single player yes. in it though? And so I, for some reason though, that wasn't. I don't attribute that game with the single player, which maybe is wrong. I just had the most fun playing the multiplayer. So of course, that's what the N sixty four is about. So yeah. I, so it is weird when they stripped it out of this game well so the which i thought was a weird decision but then on top of that so when i did my research there's 73 levels in this game is that many i I think that's what i read you can fact check me if you want uh we're all about fact checking nowadays but the thing with this game is the levels were really short what i for some reason picture is this is like the perfect like blockbuster rental game honestly i didn't think there was that many levels so i didn't (laughs) fact checked you but you're right there are that many levels it's kind of ridiculous to be honest hey that's more bang for your buck yeah and so you saying this is a blockbuster experience yeah i think you could have rented this back in the day that would have been a good weekend game plow through it maybe do some of the extra stuff but you wouldn't have done that because you would have hated the controls or maybe you would be more forgiving because you were a child well it's also different i wasn't used to now i almost feel like there is something to be said about games nowadays ruining older game experiences like quality of life updates and stuff didn't ruin it for me but i also no, go I back we've talked about this before i go back to older games more so i'm okay with the switch up of controls well i mean that's just true in general because yeah the amount of games you've played that are older compared to me is almost embarrassing <laughs> at this point <laughs> it probably is but the problem with this is i come from you can see that as almost like a tainted viewpoint in some regards because i'm used to this so then i don't see some of the problems with it yeah is this a game perfect no but it was if it was fun but michael this is also the recommendation for why this podcast works yes you have two different style of gamer here 
if we ever agree on something, go buy that game immediately. <laughs> you should still play this. It's okay. I think a single-player focus bomber game does work for me, yes. And I know that is a very divisive thing because Bomberman is known for its multiplayer. But I think there's enough to this formula to make it more of an adventure-type game. And that's what they succeeded in doing. I haven't played the GameCube era stuff, so I don't know about their single player. That's on my list. I'm definitely going to get it to sooner rather than later because I enjoyed this game, Larry. But I really like this uh, form. I play. I enjoyed Super Bomberman single player, and that is a little bit more traditional and has some really interesting bosses. There, You should look it up. There is a creepy clown boss that gave me nightmares. It's ridiculous. Terrifying, actually. I was going to say, I... I I bought Super Bomberman, but I uh, on the Switch, and but I oh, only Super Bomberman R, R, excuse me, and I'm I've, talking I, about but I've only played on the S one. Oh, okay. Uh, see again, new. See, that's me. <laughs> you say something, I'm like, oh, I know that. <laughs> but I like this type of uh, kind of small bite sized levels with a collectathon gimmick where you're finding power ups to level yourself up. Did you each. have a favorite collectible? Uh, I just like those little. Uh, aqua looking yeah. gems uh, it felt cool finding them and getting them that of course that noise I love it and Bomberman I think is super charming even if I didn't care about the lore and whatever I <laughs> I was literally just gonna ask you what's the story about <laughs> uh, the I'll, I'll explain in just a second and I'll finish up this point I find myself liking the fun variety of these bite-sized levels that I want to explore the single-player game where I know that's not for everybody, but a lot of times I like platformers for the unique ideas that they do with levels and just the variety. And I think Bomberman Hero does a great job with this. So I guess then that would be the only takeaway I would t- get from this is when I was doing the single player experience, I kept thinking, okay, this would work at a multiplayer level <laughs> or no, I don't want this. I don't <laughs> want that. So yeah, take that for what you will. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so your point about the uh, story I don't think My it ruined question. Yeah, your question. Sorry. So story stuff I didn't know about coming into this game. At the end of Super Bomberman 3, which we never got here in the States, we only got one and two, you kill the main bad guy, Bagalar, and he is destroyed to a bunch of parts. And the disc that the princess at the beginning of this game has is like a copy to rebuild him, basically. So it's kind of like Star Wars. <laughs> basically right there uh spoiler she gets captured by bagel uh by bagelar's i guess henchmen i would call them and bagelar does get rebuilt mm-hmm. so, so there's that and again so i mean at least it's unique in the sense that it's you know a hero going after a princess we've never seen that before yeah exactly you know that's good i think at the beginning though uh she's not captured if i remember correctly and maybe she is but she's got this little robot dude that definitely kind of it's probably our duty too, in a way. Or is this like, yeah, a parody of it almost? But yeah, he uh, would be like a new hope or something like that. Yeah, maybe. exactly. Yes, it's. I feel like the story beats are very similar, very different. Look obviously, at me actually plugging in the Star Wars. Uh-huh, look at you. Look at yeah. you. So this obviously did not work for you, single player story wise. Whatever, you didn't really care. Was there any redeeming quality that you liked about it besides the music? Like you were pretty low on it. Yeah, no, you, I mean, you literally took the words out of my mouth. I was going to say, I I actually would have to sit back and really start listening to other OSTs from the 64 era. There's just something about this game's OST. The sound is so good. While I was, I, this is, I think, the only game, spoiler, for this entire season that we're doing that I have regularly just kind of had play on my Spotify. I, I just, I like the music that much in this game. 
YouTube. It's not on Spotify there, sir. Whatever. The one of the streaming services that we all have nowadays. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's that good to me. And so that's why it does take it's an inch. I hate having to crap on the game as much as I am because that OST is so good. And I love that. It's just, it happens to be in a game that I just don't think has any redeeming qualities. Hmm. So I really, what? I really think moveset and gameplay is such a, an essential part to my can jump games. now. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> so I will say to lower myself on the bomb man hero praise. It does. Some of the controls feels a little off nothing crazy but i feel like judging going from a platform with the space in between where you can die to get onto another platform i think sometimes the judgment of how when you need to jump and how far you can go is a little off but i feel like with the variety of climbing up levels vertically or exploring them in a space that's like more like a rectangular or a square i didn't have any troubles with that i enjoyed it and i feel like collecting little bits to open up a door or blowing up things with my bomb and kicking them around and mainly you toss your yes, bombs in you this do. one yeah. it's not really about kicking them which well is very you, you can do the what is it the little whip where you throw out four of them at a time or yeah. whatnot i don't know just listen to you talk about it just i just no uh, i don't like it <laughs> like i haven't like this is almost it's not as bad gameplay wise as star fox you cannot compare those <laughs> not absolutely oh but gosh. the controls like again I know there's someone out the there is somebody that analog stick works great. There's somebody out there that understands my issue with these style games. I I'm going to, by the end of this season, figure out the correct term. I hope there is something about the camera, the view and the, there's something off about it. And it's been pretty consistent with a lot of these style games. I'm actually nervous to jump back in and play like Mario 64. Because I feel like something has tweaked in my brain. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, the camera is not the best in Mario 64, but again, I played that game again, and five times where that camera messed me up. But I can live with that. I love that you know the exact amount of times it messed you up. I love that game, so it doesn't matter. So you're clearly biased. (laughs) (laughs) Well, (laughs) yes, I think for... But here's my thing. For a lot of people that... You are more of a modern gamer now. That's where you spend all your time. Going back to some of these games is a lot harder. It's challenging. Some games get it got it really right, but any game that you can manipulate the camera in that N64 era do struggles from times. But I, one, yeah. I'm a patient man, and again, we talked about <laughs> this. I can take the time to learn and be okay with it. Some games I know immediately I'm not going to want to play them, and this is not one of them. I enjoyed this game. You know what? I started playing this game... And my it froze on me at one point. I had to take a little break, but I went back to it. That's a good sign of a good game right there. I mean, yeah, I would have eventually been like, yes, I don't have to play anymore. <laughs> <sighs> I think I was on World 2 or something like that by that time when that happened. So so I'm assuming the question I asked you, was the variety of capitals to get in each level give you a reason to explore it? <laughs> well, in theory, yes. <laughs> but I, I can't remember. I used that exact same phrase for another game we did earlier. But I think... In this style of game, especially if you're taking away the multiplayer, you need to give people more things to do than just beating levels. And so having those collectibles is fantastic. But, yeah, I I, no. So the collectibles in this game, there's a certain amount of gems that you have to collect in each level, and it affects your score, and you can get graded on, I think it's a zero, maybe one's the lowest, I can't remember, to a five. And that that it does affect secret levels and an extra boss and an extra ending, which is really cool. I like that it's all integrated to exploring. 
and how quickly you beat the level as well. And there's also these uh, certain looking purple bombs. That, yeah. I think there's 24 of them. I don't remember how many I collected. I don't think I wrote it down, but I did not collect all of them, what? like I said earlier. You're starting to like, I'm losing confidence in your ability to write stats. I feel like now you've been slipping a little bit. I got plenty of these later. Don't worry, but it's in the quick bits. We're not ready to go there yet. Yes, we're doing quick. How do you feel about the switch from normal levels to, I already know the answer, to the almost on-the-rail shooter aspect? There is, so you collect gears in this. I think there's a submarine, a jet, and a helicopter. And I believe the jet you cannot stop. I don't even know if you played that one. I think you only played the underwater one. I only played the underwater one, yeah. And that one is technically an on rails because you can't slow down or anything. But the the submarine, you can go back and forth and yada, yada. How do you feel that went? Not well, Mike. <laughs> I, I To me, this is where... This this is the camera angle issue I'm having where it's almost like a depth perception issue or something like that. You can't quite tell. It's like you think you're ducking and then over in front of something when you're not. It, it's just... I was frustrated. I didn't really get to enjoy this section at all. I just, I can't reiterate enough just how much I dislike this part. This, this part's actually worse than the actual game itself. Oh yeah. I just, dis- okay, good. Thank you. I was, you've been staring at me for like my whole ramble here. <laughs> and I was like, are you waiting to just really dunk on me or something? No, I think this is the gimmick of the game, right? Bombman hero on the it's, cover. It's the transitional switch. Yeah. Which I think is cool. You send it out from, uh, your home base and you transform and it's got cool music. It, it isn't the strongest point. I think this is the weakest part of the game. I do like the variety of change in levels again, but you have enough of that outside of these type of levels that I'm okay that if they just kind of axed these. I think the N64 limitations on field of view, depth of view really hamper this because you don't see what's coming sometimes until it's too close to dodge yeah. Yeah. and you're already in that danger zone. Not that I didn't totally not enjoy these <laughs> these uh, <laughs> sections. I think they were a nice change of pace, but the, I would have left them out if I was a well, developer. So if I'm just critiquing it without really even talking about the game itself, the fact that there's 73-ish plus maybe a couple extra levels in this game, uh, having this switch up is smart. You need, I, I feel, if you would have executed it correctly. Yeah, but I feel like there's also enough... St- Changes in the variety of levels, either going to vertical, exploring, or just going from one side to the next. Did uh, you did you have a favorite view or power gear? Uh, or was no, none of them really stand yeah, out? Yeah, none of them stand out. It kind of reminds me of Star Fox Zero, to be honest, but mm. probably the helicopter. I don't know, because you get to see his body hanging. It's cute. Okay. What's wrong with helicopters, you know? But I did not look forward to playing them, nor did I celebrate. Good. I mean, at least we agree on two things now. What was the first? The music. Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> Correct. So, okay. Since you act, you beat it, you said? Yeah. Okay. So how, you just mentioned the level design in this game. How does it progress? Like, do you have like a standout or is there just a really good variety? Nothing really stands out. It's just you were constantly doing something different. So I think this might be the strongest aspect of the game because I was thinking about that. I, I was watching some of the levels you were playing at my place on the N64. And I was like, oh, maybe that... That'll be the end of the variety for him. So he won't get a mix of it. There are five planets total and they become varied in a lot of ways. Yes, you're trying to kill enemies and you're trying to, you know, collect keys or whatever to find the exit. But I love that some levels have two separate exits. So then you have a variety of what level you're going to get next. So I think that's pretty interesting. Okay. And so there's a little replayability back 
with that. <laughs> what? Sorry, I shuddered without even <laughs> just the idea of replaying. <laughs> it takes a while, but you eventually get Louie, which is this rabbit kangaroo uh, green looking guy that you ride along on. So that changes the dynamic of the levels. And that's later in the game. I think that's so, cool. So that I didn't know. So that's, yeah, exactly. that's cool. Okay. Um, bunny kangaroo. That's what I would, I would It's not a rabbit. I think it's a bunny. I could be wrong. Is there a massive difference between rabbits and bunnies? I did, I did say. <laughs> yeah. There isn't. The same thing. I, I, I don't know. Maybe I'm thinking of a fox. I think I'm thinking of a kangaroo fox bunny thing. Oh, boy. Yeah, oh, there boy. I was trying to be subtle and nice uh, here. <laughs> there. <laughs> right. My brain sometimes. There's another level called Groog Hills where you change the entire level from spring to winter, and it changes the entire format. You get snowy. It's cool from attacking these certain flowers. It's a standout moment for me and a level for me. So I like that in this game there are moments like that much further in the game, so it does feel like it's worth playing through the whole thing. You don't get the same variety that you start with, which I love. Okay. Uh, another one is this great mirror level. So you're seeing your reflect. So it's just you're going from the left side to the right side. The back, the think of the, like the background is all glass or ice. Okay. And you're seeing yourself going through that. Once you get to the other right side, you jump up over onto the other side and have to go to that, the left. Okay. That's kind of clever. It just switches the perspective enough, and I'm like, oh, this is super yeah, no, cool. That, and to me, like I can even say that's clever level design right there. I like that. I think there is enough changes and variety of levels that you would want to start and see the end because there's enough going on and changes. Now, will that change your perspective? No, because you don't like the controls. You don't like how it feels. And if you don't like the feel of the gameplay, that's going to be a little rough. (laughs) Is it perfect precision platforming? Absolutely not. But I've, forgave it enough that i wanted to see it through because the cool variety of level designs yeah you're also just kind of a softie for these style games i think that i will also agree with again that's not a i'm not a slight at you in any way it kind of felt like one but that's all right (laughs) sometimes my voice is just toned but i've i feel like there's yeah you know what i'll i'll give you that i one i play a lot of retro games and i like platformers so i will give them more of the time of the day than a lot of people would. So take all the what I'm saying with a grain of salt. I still think it's worth your time. You know, funny side note, I was doing a little bit of research while you were speaking there because I only listen to you half the time. Yeah. Did you realize in 1998 they released six Bomberman games? What were they thinking? <laughs> that is a lot. I mean, thanks for that. <laughs> <laughs> it is a lot. Well, let's look at them. Hold on. All right, all right. So I, I'm just going to go through these six games. Bomberman World, that was a very traditional one Bomberman Wars is a strategy game, from what I've gathered from looking at these pictures right here. Bomberman strategy-based one, huh? Yeah, interesting. I think I, I think that's what it is. Bomberman Hero, obviously, we're talking about that one right now. Bomberman Fancy Race, well, that's a racer on Louis. I don't know if they're all called Louis, but that it's got the kangaroo bunny fox thing on the cover. Were these like where did they all release? Uh, I know Bomber Fan- Fancy Race was PS One, Bomberman oh, okay. Worlds so PS One. Wars, I think, was the Saturn. And then Bomberman Party Edition is... That's... PS1 is a remake of the original Super Bomberman from the Super Nintendo days. And Bomberman Quest is Game Boy Color or Game Boy? Game Boy Color. And that's like action-adventure, kind of like top-down view, which I really want to play. they really went all in on Bomberman. Yes, and why I think it's okay that they released six games, they're all very different for the most part. Bomberman World and Hero could be maybe tied a little bit. And same with the... Bomberman uh, 
party edition because it's a remake. <laughs> Can you imagine a franchise doing that today? <laughs> like, <laughs> no, I really people can't. Are, people are going crazy if, like, what is it, this year in 2020, there's possibly two Pokemon game releasing? Uh, oh, I know. I mean, two Pokemon games. That's, that's it seems obscene. And yet, six. <laughs> <laughs> and it's kind of crazy that there are so many Bomberman games. So many. It, it, like, every year, it's like two to four releasing. And then we had a long break before Super Bomberman R came out. So in my mind, with these six games coming out, I think it's kind of justified. It's a little bit of a saturation of the IP, obviously. But I think it they're varied enough in types of games. I'm okay with it. I wonder if... I wonder if it was they knew they were going to sell well or if they legitimately they're like, hey, these are all the different things we want to try. Let's just scatter them out there and see what sticks. I really want to play Bomberman Quest. I can see. I'm, I'm kind of interested in Heroes. Or not Heroes. Jeez. Yeah, the, whatever the strategy was you <laughs> talked about. Uh, wars. Wars. <laughs> heroes. No, I don't want anything to do with that one. <laughs> That's this one. <laughs> uh, all right. So do you feel this game was created to try and emulate the success of other popular N64 3d games michael that is a fantastic question it sounds like i asked you that yeah it is so i want to ask you first hmm. i mean shared document he, guess. here's i guess i would put it this way actually we don't have a shared document we have shared questions document that we take into our own documents i just got to make that clear because he has no idea what i'm going to say about anything and i wouldn't have recorded this episode if you hate Bomberman hero so much actually i would have but i'm so glad you just decided to say all that for everybody <laughs> that was like a look inside your brain <laughs> <laughs> That's true. I think what you were trying to say is when we ask the questions, we both copy and paste them into our separate documents. That's exactly what I just There's said. There's literally no need for us to keep talking, so let's go on yeah, yeah. to that question that I thought was a beautifully stated question. Uh, I think a lot, the whole 3D thing really came through in 64, and I think so it, with the success of Mario 64, my hunch is a lot of their franchise-based games were like, oh, we need to do something like this. I think the... The public likes this. And to me, this is an example of a game that they were like, let's just see if it works. And Which is funny because Bomberman 64 was before it. Yeah, and that was the superior game. And I think they should have kept it that way. If anything, you know what they could have done? Just keep this crappy game the way that it is and just add multiplayer to it. And then it would have been like, okay. <laughs> I feel like that's what most people think about the newer iterations of Bomberman. When I and think game. of Bomberman, I think of multiplayer. I and again, story. I reiterate, I'm pretty sure that's the norm out there. I'm finally glad I'm on that side of it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I think uh, I think it's just the natural progression of games in general at, at that stage and maybe at this stage in general. Well, you know, I say that because that's, it's 64, I mean 64. It's Mario, obviously Banjo and Kazooie. Banjo and Kazooie's later. But, but, but again, that's, uh, you could see there was a lot of that happening, though. So yeah, I feel like it, I'm not saying it doesn't make sense for them to try this. I understand why they tried it. Yeah, they want to follow on Super Mario 64. Yeah, I just don't think they should have. I'm or, glad this game exists. At least I'm not the only one. Ho- hopefully, I'm not the only one. I mean, oh. I am the only one in this room at the moment that thinks this. So somebody out there, please agree with me. The counterpoint to my, this is just a natural progression of games in this space. When you look at Barman wikipedia and the game list obviously they didn't just go and make 3d games they just made everything yeah and i think it was a saturation of the ip and that's probably why it went away for so long actually i don't really know why it went away for so long do, do you i think- was looking at sales and this is crazy how much gaming is more popular as a franchise it sold 10 million so that's jeez, uh, that's kind of crazy with all those games yeah so obviously they weren't big hitters, but they were enough to keep 
people going and people and they would lend it out to different developers and stuff but in me in my head that's a popular and that's a good you should be proud of what you did it's just crazy that games nowadays will sell more than that on a single entry yeah well i mean again it's hard to compare just because there's so many more consoles everywhere too so yeah i don't know like it almost makes me wonder if at some point in time nintendo well, not just Nintendo, really was trying to see if they could get Bomberman to be like a, just a larger franchise than it is. They wanted that to be a mascot level like game. And I feel like it is maybe more so in Japan. And mm. I really wish he was still around. Maybe, maybe that's why uh, they went and did all the different iterations they did was because it was, okay, well, we want this as our mascot for something. We want it to be big, but we just don't know what version is out there so that's why you try all these different style of games that could be what was happening but the interesting part is like a super Bomberman one two three four i think there was five altogether in japan they all have a very similar formula which i want to play like three or four because i think three is when louis comes in and i like that louis thing it's funny it's funny looking it's great bunny rabbit fox kangaroo <laughs> my goodness <laughs> uh yeah i i think yeah maybe they were just trying to see their fit i bet you they saw a jump in sales for certain ones. And obviously if they make five in a series, it's doing well. Yeah. Right. And they can turn around and bump that kind of like with Mega Man. They had an iteration super, super, super quick. I assume it was the same thing for Bomberman. Games were cheaper to make back then. And I think they probably hit a point of attrition where it just wasn't doing do, enough on the return. Do you think Bomberman is more of a diehard fan base or a casual fan base? That I don't know. Cause I don't know many people that are Bomberman. Which is what, what makes you think that I wonder if Bomberman, especially with the multiplayer side of it, is just like a fun game that parents can pick up for kids just to kind of, at least on the multiplayer side. I don't know. I had a lot of fun. But here's the thing. Every single time I've played multiplayer, it's been fun. Oh, yeah. I agree so, with that. I just <laughs> That's don't... what this one misses. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The multiplayer and the fun. Uh, I don't totally agree with you on that one, but that's okay. Is it okay? I think so. One thing that I think is very interesting, I, a little trivia thing. Uh, about secret levels and Bombman Hero, Bombman Star, is the setting of these three secret levels. Apparently, Hudson Soft or Hudson and Joe has a history of awarding players who buy their special controllers. So when you put in the controller and unlocks the secret levels, so if a player used a Joy Card 64 controller, a new option bonus would open up. Apparently, though, the Hudson has a turbo function, and that's how it unlocked that mode. But if you slam the start button enough times to get it to unlock, you can unlock it. So if you're quick Almost enough. like try and, I guess, initiate turbo mode yourself. Yes, you, and you can unlock it. I think that I haven't tried it and I want to try it. But now, I saw that it, now that sounds more like just an accident. Than yes, that, I yeah. agree. So can you imagine in today's day and age, if they released a game that said there are certain levels locked behind hardware that you need to purchase separately the absolute just madness that would happen by people complaining. I mean, people did that with Amiibo stuff on Nintendo all the time. So mm-hmm. it's I, weird. Yeah, they they, uh, they do tend to do that, don't they? Yeah. Hmm. Another interesting tidbit is the Western version of the game is significantly more difficult than the Japanese version. I feel like it's I, usually, usually the other way around. Yeah. yeah. So we're many so- enemies. Yeah. <laughs> many enemies have more health. Gold hearts and one-ups are more scarce. Why? More points are typically required per stage to unlock the Gossip Star, which is the last secret level. And Ooh. items are rearranged in ways that put by men harm, apparently. What on earth is the thought process there? I have no idea. That's a complete switch. They, I mean, again, they must have 
statistically seen something that was like yeah maybe it was getting reviewed they're like oh this is too easy let's make it harder but which again that's not the western way <laughs> we like it easy and <laughs> so, yeah this was 98 what did i say when this came out mm. that is- yeah 98 that's very strange right mm. before my birthday september oh, 1st starcraft right? brood war came out. no starcraft no brood war starcraft i don't remember Brood War 98, yeah. yeah. You were talking about I like only modern games. I'm going to throw StarCraft at you. I love StarCraft. That's not modern. Yeah, it's got fixed camera angles. Though. I'm just talking about other games because I don't like this game. I am. So when I was talking about I spent four and a half hours, you can, if you get 100% of the collectibles and all this stuff, you unlock two extra stages and a secret boss, which I think is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. And the level is pixelated. It's the only one that's not oh, 3D. Really? Or like the image of the planet gothic star which might be a lot of people think it's supposed to be gothic star but who knows i kind of like gothic better yeah i know same here you uh <laughs> i looked up the boss he's just called evil bomber it's very interesting so i think for 100 percent completion you get a new ending you get a secret boss to fight and two extra levels i think that's that's pretty cool and along the way as you get towards 100 uh, percent completion you unlock little mini games along the way so they use the same level, so it's weird that they call them mini games, but they add a twist. So like one, you race a snowman, which I think is cool <laughs> in a level. So kind of it kind of reminds me of Super Mario sixty four with the penguin. Maybe I don't know if they're going that route. A second one, you become Golden Bomber Man, and you can walk underwater. So the underwater levels now are different. It's Jesus. Okay, mm, that's walking on water. Did you say you were walking on water? Walking underwater. Oh, it's like Metal Mario then. Okay. Yes, there you go. There All right. Go. I good. heard walking on again. See, I only listen to you. I mean, I might. <laughs> I might have said that. I say backwards all the time. And the third, you're visiting other levels, looking for 24 treasures scattered around by the princess because she lost them or something. So there's a lot of cool little, little additions there. Right. I, I mean, that's again all bonuses. I like all that stuff, but just not in the game. Do you have anything more you want to add? Or just just hating on this game. I really just want to like just turn up the music right now. We have it so faint that I just want it, I want it to be louder. I know. Obviously, yeah. If you don't like retro games, you're probably not gonna like this. If you hate N64 controllers, you're not but, gonna like this. I mean, maybe you. Okay. Retro plat. No, yeah. <laughs> I don't. You are probably just not gonna like this game if you're like Larry, who's a curmudgeon. So there you go. That's a better yeah, I think answer for like you. The second time you used that word this season. It's apparently people are going to start calling me that. <laughs> it would be apt. So the quick bits. Bomberman planet. It just makes me chuckle every time I look at it. It's just Bomberman's face as a planet. It's, it's cool. I died 48 times on this playthrough. That's quite a bit, actually. Most of those are probably the depth of perception and the last boss has like three different stages. And he's pretty hard. Okay. And bosses in general in this game take a lot of hits. Oh, really? Yeah. They break the three rule? Yes, they definitely do. It was a minute and 30 seconds before I got control of the stick. And so I think that's a pretty good time ratio. What? Control the stick. Analog stick. I got control. There's only a minute of 30 seconds exposition before you can start playing the game. Oh, I was like, I thought you legitimately timed. It took me about a minute and 30 seconds to like just feel comfortable playing the game. I thought that's what you were saying. <laughs> and I'm like, what nut job psycho <laughs> writes that down? No. So okay. if you're thinking about... You know, you want to get really get into the game really quickly. That's a good one. Gotcha. Uh, big plus, Bomberman is adorable. So there's that. Took me just under an hour to beat the first planet. So timing is nice in this game. You get a lot of variety of levels, and you get to get through it quickly. And how long did it take you to beat it again? Four and a half hours. So there's five. so you actually were a little bit faster the rest of the game then. Yeah. 
Okay. Bomberman sat at the end of the Nitros fight is cute and funny. Nitros is this bomber who looks like you a little bit. He's brainwashed by Bagalar's henchmen or yada yada. Bagalar. Yeah. What I mean? He has a very funny laugh. He's like, (laughs) (laughs) oh, God. (laughs) I'm sure you can look that up. You do know I'm going to go look that up afterwards and then compare it to what you just did. (laughs) (laughs) It's probably not going to be great. And Nitros becoming an ally is a nice after you fight him for like the third time. So that's cool. And on the OST, the redial sound is such a good track. Go listen to it. I'm sure Larry is urging you that's the only thing you do. Don't go play the game. He just wants you to listen to the soundtrack. Mm-hmm. I'm saying do both. Oh, but see, yeah, it's easier. Just listen to my advice. You can listen to this and then do something else. And that's also true. So there you have it. Bomberman Hero is not going to be everyone's cup of tea. It has a lot going against it. Dated controls, no multiplayer components, really no redeeming qualities of the game itself coming from Larry. But if you're patient interested in bite-sized level with a lot of variety, I think you'll find enjoyment with this game. It's a divisive one, but I think it's worth your time to be the hero and give Bomberman some love. 